Welcome to the Local Marketing Trends Podcast, bringing you unique insights on the ever-changing world of local marketing from two of the industry's brightest analysts and forecasters, Corey Elliott and Gordon Burrell. Today's podcast is sponsored by Affinity X, the best and largest creator and executor of digital advertising solutions for leading ad agencies nationwide. And by the Media Audit, the most comprehensive local syndicated audience measurement in the country. And now, here are your hosts, Corey and Gordon. Welcome back to another episode of the Local Marketing Trends Podcast. I am Corey Elliott. I am one of your hosts. And today, it's all about video. It's all about online video, digital video, OTT, call it what you will. And with me to talk about it is the one, the only, the great, Gordon Burrell. Ah, yeah. Listen to the audience. <laughs> I know. That's just, that's know. just me. <laughs> speaking of video, Corey. Well, yeah. thank you, Corey. Uh, speaking of video, uh, you have your own video. We've launched our own video with you on it. Corey's local marketing minute. minute. That is just so cool. Yeah, well, it goes over a little a little bit over a minute, but you get the idea. We've done a couple of so far. Yep. And then we're getting lots of great feedback. So if you want to see it, go to the Burrell website and uh, and look for the podcast slash video tab, uh, and you'll see it there, the video. Um, or here's a hint, Corey, I, I don't know whether you knew this. Mm. If, you go to, if you go to the YouTube channel uh, and yeah. then t- type in Burrell and see the Burrell YouTube channel, we post some there ahead of time. So the the, la- the last two were Ooh. really funny. What's the, uh, what's the next one coming up? The next one's going to be about flexibility. How flexible are local advertisers' plans? for advertising are they locked in stone are they ready to go that's it you can't change my mind or if you come in with a good idea will i change my mind so it's about how flexible they are yeah cool they're uh they're very 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 well done so thank you for that so we're talking about video i've got to ask you we saw some really interesting trends last year with the pandemic Mm -hmm. uh and of course it's sort of bleeding into this year but uh something really happened with video yeah, I mean, it's it's coming to Main Street. Uh, everybody who listens to this podcast understands, oh, you know, online video or digital video, that's been around for years. But think about the florist, you know, on Main Street. It's new to them. The fact that they can pick up a, a phone, shoot a video of a flower arrangement and put it up somewhere and people see it as an ad is kind of new and exciting. Yeah, I think that's the least of it. I mean, it's new and exciting to them. Yeah, but, you know, the majority of this audience, ad agencies, uh, local media companies, how the hell do they make money off of that? So before we get into that, let's let's talk about what happened in 2020 and some of the data that we've seen in terms of, you know, effectiveness uh, growing for different types of media. Sure, sure. We asked in our local advertiser survey, you know, tell us what kind of advertising really was more effective in 2020 than it was in 2019. And of course, COVID had something to do with it, uh, the perception of it. But you know what the number one kind of advertising that had the most or had the most people saying, oh, this was really effective. I guess it's video. Yeah, (laughs) it was streaming video OTT 53% of the people who used it said, oh man, it was more effective so, this year than so, last year. So let's start with the basics. What percent of advertisers using it was five, 10, 20%? Oh, it's, it's much more. It's up to, what is it? 43, 61%. Yeah. Well, it's, it's getting, I think it's at 43. Um, it's, at, if you look at different segments like TV, it's getting up close to about 60% of TV buyers, but overall, I think we're looking at what, uh, it was 43, like you said, and then 45% yeah. uh, for 2021. So it's appealing to 
more and more. Um, and the interesting thing about this is when we looked at the, and you put these, these questions in the survey, uh, Corey, when we looked at how they're actually using it, it's not like, oh, we're, yeah, we're hiring somebody to shoot videos for us. And that's a hundred percent of our activity. And then they post them somewhere. No, there's some internal activity going on with video, right? Yeah, yeah. And just to clarify, when I said 61%, 61% of those who use streaming video have developed and posted their own well, content go. to a video. There, there, there you go. So 61% yeah. are doing their own stuff. Um, so, and, and that's going to be tough for media companies and agencies to tap, or maybe not. Maybe you can say, oh, we can do a more professional job. You're shooting it with your iPhone. We have this HD, full HD camera, you know, and scripting and lavaliers and things like that to make the, the to make the sound better. Yeah, but half of them, 54%. The it's 54% of local business have an employee who manages all this, the online video production, the advertising, all that. So one out of two of them have either a, a person with an official title or their nephew, Gary, who is, you know, all over it. Yeah. What I, what I found interesting is of those who are buying streaming video, which you said was what, 50, 45% this year, let's say, um, a third of them are buying ads on YouTube. So that is there. And then the average spending was $19,000, which is approaching what they spend, you know, what radio buyers spend on radio, for instance. Right. Right. Hey, and I wanted to talk about uh, we talk about radio, but and, and and where these advertisers are coming from. But you also produced this really cool bubble chart, uh, which showed the perceived effectiveness of these all of these people who are buying OTT and uh, and streaming yeah. video. Yeah, it, it was, it's kind of complex to think about. But for, for the first cut, the base was, OK, I bought. OTT advertising. I bought local online video advertising. And then we asked, okay, rate the effectiveness of that and anything else that you bought. And did it get more or less effective? And what happened was basically all of the non-digital stuff was deemed less effective than it was in 2019, except for broadcast TV. Broadcast TV was effective it was a little more effective but there the other thing was how much money they were spending on it they were spending a great or they are spending a great deal on broadcast tv now meanwhile way up in the right hand corner that deems uh something very effective and even more effective than it was in 2019 is a bubble called ott yeah so it's, you know, it's one of those things we're watching. Uh, it's one of those things that's, you know, we know is going to continue to grow. All the barometric readings in 2020 said, wow, you know, keep an eye on this. I think budgets were increasing an average of what, 20, 25 percent for Something people like who that. said that they were going to buy video in 2021. Uh, uh, up from what they were spending in 2020. So the increase in percentage of advertisers, the increase in the amounts of their spending on it. Now, the big question, Corey, is mm -hmm. where does that money come from? Because we know people don't just make up more money. So, oh, yeah, we spend a million dollars on advertising and we want to buy some more TT. So, so we'll add 100,000 to the budget. No, it comes from something else. And I think we have the smoking gun. We know where it comes from and it's not what you think. So why don't we... Before we get to that, wow. uh, right after our commercial message, and I do have to welcome, uh, I was uh, remiss in doing it, not doing it uh, a couple of weeks ago. We have a new sponsor uh, in our friends at the Media Audit.
So welcome, uh, and they're joining um, Affinity X as a sponsor. So we'll hear from those sponsors and come back with the answer to the question, where are all those OTT dollars coming from? Right after this. Affinity X is a trusted partner among leading digital marketing agencies. They can help you retain and grow your customer base with a complete product and service solution. Turn fixed costs into variable costs with a trusted outsourced partner. Scale your business with quicker turn times and flawless delivery. And reduce costs and improve margins. Affinity X is unmatched in experience, solutions, and technology that drives results. They can help your agency thrive in the increasingly competitive digital marketing landscape. Visit them at AffinityExpress.com to learn more. Celebrating 50 years of experience, the Media Audit provides advertisers, agencies, and media companies with consumer insights in more than 80 markets. The Media Audit provides you with an edge in a highly competitive marketplace, helping you quantify customer trends by tying them to what's happening in your market. Learn more and schedule a demo. Visit TheMediaAudit.com. That's TheMediaAudit.com. Okay, we're back. Now, Gordon, before the uh, the break, you said we were going to talk about where the money was coming from, and you wanted me to guess where the money was coming from. Yeah, okay. Do you have a guess? Yeah. I'm thinking cable. And let me tell you why. Now, nah, what? Ah, oh, you're <laughs> buzz me. Damn it. Uh, sorry. You want to try again? Try something else. Uh, what uh, if you buzz- guess cable? <laughs> oh, go ahead. Tell me why you think it's cable. Well, because I was looking at that effectiveness chart and cable's starting to slip with these OTT guys as far as effectiveness goes. I mean, more so than broadcast TV. It's just starting to go down a little bit. So I was imagining they were replacing their cable buys with OTT buys. It makes a lot of sense. You would think that uh, cable advertisers, maybe the smaller type of video advertisers, not the big roll the dice broadcast TV advertisers. They're interested in a little more of a targeted audience. And it probably is some coming from cable, but that's not it. We found the smoking gun. So follow me here. There's, there's some interesting, interesting things here. All right. So uh, if you look at what advertisers spent in 2020 on video and what they're planning to spend in 2021, it approximates and a little bit higher than what they spend on radio. Okay. Okay. So, I'm with you. If you look at radio uh, and just look at people who are buying radio, I think there are almost a thousand advertisers buying radio. What you find is that 46% of them are buying streaming video and what they're spending on it is 33% more than they spend on radio. So their budgets for streaming video are bigger. These are radio buyers. So stick with me here. Okay. When you look at radio buyers who stopped buying radio in 2020, it was about 19, 20% of them that bought it in 2019 and stopped buying in okay. 2020. And you looked at them exclusively and said, why did you stop buying radio? 24% of them, one in five said, one in four said uh, it was because they moved money to something else. So you got those people who moved the money from radio. What did they move it to? Well, we don't actually know because we didn't ask that question, but here it comes. You ready? Yeah. When you looked at the people who stopped buying radio and those who said they moved money to something else, right? twice as many of them were buying online video. Ah. So, so you know, the gun's smoking a little bit. So here's a little bit more that, that really, I think, seals that, uh, that equation. And that is 
of those who continued to buy radio in 2020, 70%, they were spending 70% more on online video. They were buying it as opposed to those who don't buy radio. So they, so let me right, boil right, that down. Okay. Those buying radio and continue to buy it and we're buying streaming video. We're spending 70% more than those who didn't buy radio. Now, a little bit of that is because probably they have more money to spend, right? Because if there's, if there's, don't a multiple- blow my theory. I'm on a train <laughs> here. You're standing in the tracks. You're about to get run over by the locomotive. All right. All right don't all confuse right. me with facts. Okay. So, Keep but, going. <laughs> so they plan to increase. These are radio buyers are buying video, plan to increase at 22%. And then here it comes. Wait for it. Right. Uh, uh, get off the tracks. They plan to increase their radio budgets. These are people who are buying radio yep. and streaming video. They're increasing the radio budgets half as much as radio buyers who don't buy streaming video. So, so piece, on, that, piece that all together. And yeah. it's like, wow, you know, these are, this makes a hell of a lot of sense. Well, online, what you're saying then is video is getting more of their advertising share, their, their media share. Yeah. In dollars, I think it's, it's it's logical because they are multimedia advertisers. They're probably mm-hmm. a bit more brand type advertisers, and those who probably can't quite afford, you know, the big budgets of radio, of television, I mean, or cable. But they've been pining to be on exactly. uh, on, on the TV, and suddenly they are. They're on smartphones. They're on YouTube. They're on Hulu, and. As we said uh, a little bit earlier, it's not just the advertising portion of it. It's the overall marketing placement of it and you know, posting something up to YouTube and getting it, you know, a, a two or three minute video, not just a commercial, two or three minute video of, you know, the new mountain bike they've got at their bike shop. But see, there's the and there's an opportunity for either local agencies or local anybody who can provide some guidance, because I think there are three kind of steps here. And. Local advertisers think they can do all three, and some of them might be able to. But the first one is actually creating development, right? They've taught themselves, like I said, they, they have a phone. I'm not saying it's the best, but they can do it. They can, they can shoot a video. They got that. They got the first step. Second step is the distributing of it. They, they, they can put it out there. They, they can do what they want with it. They can put it up on YouTube. They can put it up on you know whatever whatever else kind of platform but here's what they can't do or they're having a struggle is they can't market it they don't know what to do with it they can distribute it but are they doing it effectively and i think that's where a marketing mind can come in yeah um you know post it up on youtube get a couple of views and you know put it on your website in the youtube frame and you know you'll be kind of happy but you know drive that uh uh traffic with a video, I mean, an, an audio commercial on radio, a newspaper ad or something else. And, you know, you'll see the views go through the roof, I think, on on a lot of them. And that's why I think it's so important. I know we keep banging the drum on this, but if you're in a, sitting in a local media company, it isn't about the media. It's about the marketing. It's about understanding because like we said at the very beginning, the bar has been set not so low, but the uh, barrier, the entry uh, barrier, entry, entry to barrier, I'm messing that up, but you know what I mean, um, is so low that anybody could shoot a video and put it up, but they don't know what to do with it. Okay. So if you want to see that some dumbass can actually do it, watch, go Google this. Burrell. You better not say my video. You better not. <laughs> I'm going to give you a video that I shot 
for my wife. It was a commercial <laughs> video that <laughs> no, no way. Don't go there. That's not a video of my wife. No. <laughs> it's it, she, she writes for a newspaper. It's a freelance thing. And she said, Hey, I'd like to do this video. I'm doing a story on this uh, baker in uh, Smithfield, Virginia. So, so you will see a video that I actually shot and she actually edited. And by the way, we didn't know what the hell we were doing. She's just, you know, kind of, a, excuse me, doofus when it comes to technology. Oh, but she, she figured she out how to, to edit podcasts? It, put the music. Yeah, thank you. Put the music behind it. Put the words on the screen. This was totally a production of me with a video camera and her with almost no editing skills. Okay. Google Burrell Bakery Smithfield Molasses Cookies. Any fool can do it. There's proof. <laughs> Sorry to my lovely, wonderful, and talented wife, Lucia. She's fantastic. Of course. Uh, she never wants to do one of these again, but it proves that, hell, you know, anybody could do it. And I got to tell you, the baker was uh, ecstatic uh, about it. And even the, the newspaper, the folks who own the newspaper say, hey, can you do more of these? They just didn't really know how to no, do no, it. Let's, the answer, let's, by the way, is no. Well, let's stick with that for a minute. What, what did you do? You shot it. And then what? Uh, I shot it. I downloaded it to a little, was a little camcorder thing. Um, right. I used a lavalier. So we, we got the, so you have to get invested in that. Right. So you got the, the, the sound a little bit better than across the room with a lot of echo. I put some nice lights up. We looked at lighting. So, you know, you just, you did that. And I downloaded it to a little uh, card um, right. Uh, right. and, so and plugged so it into her computer. And I said, there you go, honey, I'm done. And she found some online software to put words and music in it and did it. And, you know, she probably worked way more time than you would if you were professional. But again, the point, Corey, is that it was just so damn simple to do. But that's but what I'm saying is great. Now you got it. Now, what did they do with it? How did they know what to do with this thing? Well, they put it on the website for a holiday story or something like that. And, you know, had they just sold it to the, the, the woman who owned the bakery? Um, she would have been very happy and she would have put it on their website or asked for help doing that. There's not much money in that, if any. Right. Um, but what drove it was there it is. And she wanted to know if she could point to it on her website. So there was promotion for the newspaper. You know, on her website, she pointed to that video in her mm-hmm. social media. She pointed to the video. So she was ecstatic that it got attention that she is unable to get. Gotcha. Gotcha. That's the that's the power of the combination of the desire of the advertiser themselves to see a video and have a video done of themselves. They don't know how to do this, but you know, it's really as simple. Um, and you should do it in a little more professional way than you know the woman's, you know, husband or daughter might be able to do it. And then you promote it for them. That's something they can't do. I think there's real power in that. Yeah, I I, I agree. I agree. So how can local media companies get in on this? Well, I think it's just as simple as investing in a little bit of equipment, maybe a couple of thousand dollars, you know, lavalier, a very nice HD uh, camera, which might cost, you know, five to six hundred dollars or maybe a thousand bucks for for the camera itself, some lighting. And you're in the business. You really need people. You need people who understand editing. I wouldn't overdo it because you want to understand, you know, how much money is actually in this and what the profitability is. But I do think that if you have video capabilities, you can do that. You can also farm this out to companies like uh, one, one of our sponsors on your video minute is uh, Video Bolt. 
And that is just really simple where you, you say, here's the script, you know, here are the types of things that we want to show. You strip it off to them. And there are other companies like that too, you know, and they overnight produce it with professional, you know, anchors, basically, <laughs> or, right. you know, anchor people from TV stations that are now working for this other company that can walk across the street and say, you know, this is a great bakery and they have this and that. And these are the reasons you can come and visit us. You know, that's like a commercial um, but you can place that elsewhere. Uh, and so th- there are a number of different ways to get in. I would just say, Corey, it's just so compelling from the data you've provided that uh, you get into this business because so many advertisers want it. Yep, absolutely. So get out there and get videoing. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, thank you, Corey. Uh, and thank you, everybody, for joining us again. Uh, again, uh, take a look at Corey's Local Marketing Minute. It comes out alternatively every other week. Uh, our podcast comes out every other week, too. And thanks for joining us for another uh, podcast. And please watch uh, Corey's Local Marketing Minute. And we will see you next time. Thanks, Corey. Thank you, Gordon. You've been listening to the Local Marketing Trends Podcast, sponsored by Affinity X and the Media Audit. If you have submissions or ideas for future shows, or if you'd like to be a guest, email the hosts at podcast at Thanks for listening. And remember, market well. <laughs>